News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning and uh, a very early Merry Christmas to you on our hey, hey, uh, Christmas edition show. I'm Bob Sikoler. This is the Louisville Real Estate Show. We're here with you for the next uh, 30 minutes or so as you get ready for Christmas Eve and then day, which is tomorrow, and then Christmas itself. We've got some great folks in the studio, always fun to talk to. In the studio with us, Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices. Good morning. Good morning. He's at 499-6360. By the way, you're looking more and more like Santa Claus. I was going to say it. How are you? I was going to say, and if that beard was a little longer, a little longer. but yes, it's, it's more groomed and it looks nicer. See, that's what I'm going for. Okay. Uh, this is time I, of the year. Let me hear Santa you go, Claus. ho, ho, ho. Yeah. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, you're, you're, uh, yeah, it's like. <laughs> so, and then my son, Greg, you can reach him at uh, Instagram at, uh, at We Sell We Sell Louisville. Um, and one more, hang on. And then, of course, we've got Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, 645 um, the holidays, we, we got a little gift a little early this year. We have a new dog in our house. Sandy and I yeah. have adopted a little German I saw Shepherd. The pictures. Very cute. cute. Yeah, sweet little dog, Chloe. Smarter than Bob, actually. Very smart. <laughs> Sandy trained <laughs> Chloe to use our dog door that I had put in for our other dog. I was dog impressed. In, day one. In a day. Like, like, we got the dog Saturday morning. Sunday, by Sunday afternoon, the dog is going in and out. This is an eight-week-old puppy. Sandy's been trying to train Bob to do Could, this. She can't for do this. She only now. wishes. <laughs> so, um, of course, my hands are with the dog little nips puppy, and all, pu- and puppy puppy, puppy love, and, puppy but love. it's I love it. Just uh, having an animal in the house, folks. It's but if you're going to get an animal to give us a gift for the holiday season for Christmas, please make sure that you make sure the person who is on the receiving end really wants the animal to... Goes without saying. The or just, shelters are filled with p- dogs and cats that people... Our family want, loves you know, them, too, so you yeah, can give so. us a call, too. We'll, you know. uh, coming up on today's show, 2019, just weeks away. And listen, here's the question for you. This is really serious. Is your home or apartment ready for what could be coming? We will talk about that a little later in the show. It's a very serious subject to the point where we'll spend a few minutes talking about this. First, let's go to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Lula Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Good morning. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Cindy. Yeah. Do I have to disclose that there was a death in my home? What if the buyer asked me or if the agent asked me? So let's let's start with um, the, the, the premise. So there are disclosures that you have to fill out. Stigmatized properties is where we're going, right? Right. But yeah. if somebody dies there, that's not a stigma. I mean... Mm-hmm. You know, any house over a hundred years old, you're probably going to have something well, like that. Well, I, I will tell you, in other yeah. states, in other cities, you have to disclose. But some here other it's states not, do. and it's more, I think, of an ethics thing. Yeah. We, we just discussed this in our ethics class. You can't lie if you're asked, right? But. And if it's something that you know or you think they should know, if the, if you know that the neighbors knew something gruesome happened next door, if it was a murder, suicide, something like that, and you're the listing agent, and you think that those neighbors may come over to tell them, well, then you should probably you yeah, should probably inform the buyers that are coming in, the listing, everyone, sh- all parties. Right, but that's not a legal issue. It's not a legal issue, correct. Right. Not a legal issue. Not but a legal issue. Ethically, morally, if I'm the listing agent and Greg represents the buyer and my seller has told me yeah, death in the, it was a death in the house, uh, but I do not want you to reveal that, and Greg brings a buyer and he asks, the buyer asks, is, has there been a death in the house? My response is going to be what? Um, well, you do what your client says. Exactly. You don't lie. 
but you can not answer a question. And that's why you lying. would want to tell your client right off the bat. That's for the salesman in the group. No, here's what it comes down to. Yeah. Here's what comes down to. Yeah. I don't I have not a liberty to reveal that. Yeah. You have to, you can't, you, yeah, but you, that is yeah. an answer. In it is an answer, itself. and they should read between the lines at yeah, that point. Absolutely. absolutely. And it you, may not, you, can't, you can't go around. You can't say, well, my client doesn't know whatever, and then go do that. Yeah. Uh, you yeah, have you to can't, follow your lying. client's legal, yeah. lawful instructions. But on the other hand, I will tell you that there are certain um, people, religious mm-hmm. type oh, absolutely. groups, who are, are vehemently opposed to buying a house where there's been a death in it. Mm-hmm. So that, one other thing, I'm rem, I really am remiss in my duty in telling you that Chuck is actually in today for Kevin Disler ah. over at Pitt and Frank Attorneys. Yep, and Kevin is, uh, he's actually out of town because his, I think I can t- say this. Oh, yeah. His daughter's about to give birth to his grandbaby. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, 895-9900 is Pitt and Frank, Frank Attorneys, and we love them as well. Okay, so, Cindy, hopefully that answered your question. I realize it's a very sensitive issue, so we're being very careful, and any agent should be very careful about what's mm-hmm. said and, and how it's said. Back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840, WHAS. Good morning. Hi, Bob. My name's Robin. Yeah. Um, I'm about to get married, and my credit score is good, but the man I'm about to marry's credit score is apparently not so good. Should I buy a home before I get married? So that's both legal and Don't uh, marry mortgage. No, yeah, so, okay, so this is, a, but this happens. So let's start on the the mortgage side from your standpoint. Uh, you A lot of times you can't include the spouse, the potential spouse, because that spouse is uh, credit-worthy, not credit-worthy at, at one point, right? Uh, that is correct. And it, it, depending on if you're going to go zero money down, if you're going to do a zero money down, Rural housing loan, you would want to buy before you're married, uh, probably because of income restrictions. But outside of that, and most of the time, it doesn't play because you can just be you can be the only one on the mortgage, and Chuck will tell you this, and mm. they they can be on title, and uh, so she can buy the home with him with being married, not being married. To yeah, him. We'll, we'll come back to you in a second. Okay. I have a, a concern about that, but Chuck, back okay. over What's to you now. Concern? Well, let's talk about first of all. Should she, if she buys before she gets married, um, there should be some, uh, how is she accepting the house? And what it, what I'm saying is what happens if the marriage falls apart? Okay. I thought that's where you were going. Right. Well, that's um, in a particular case where they were going to buy it together, but his credit score wasn't good enough to get the loan. It seems to me that they'd already made that decision. However, if you've got uh, two people getting married and and uh, the one isn't putting any money into it and it's being done before the marriage, uh, the pessimistic uh, – well, I'm a pessimist by personality and profession. Mm-hmm. Uh, you always prepare for that sort of thing. Kentucky now uh, recognizes prenuptial agreements and that's always a so, smart thing so to do. So you're saying prenup yeah, to – prenup. Okay, so let, now let me. If, and, yeah. But this all depends on a lot of things. I mean, if you're the the 21 year old kid fresh out of college, getting married yeah. to his high it school sweetheart, matter, right. you don't yeah. have anything. Yeah. Right. You know, that's one thing. But uh, if you know you're on your second marriage and you're using assets that that uh, you got from the sale of a house that you had prior to the marriage, then that changes the whole mm-hmm. equation. Yeah. Uh, You'd probably be looking at a prenup in that case anyways if you uh, are. Well, one always, would, one would yeah. hope. One would, yeah, I guess I'm, a, at I'm, least a, I'm blessed in my as an, process, as an attorney, yeah. I, would, yes. I, would, I would hope. As an individual who, has, who is 
uh, currently happily in married. love yes. and happily married. Yes. Uh, you know, it's a difficult thing. People go, yeah. oh, well, you know, what have you got? Let's divide it up. Uh, anyhow, I always suggest you at least talk to an attorney and enter into it knowing what you're doing uh, uh-huh. as opposed to just, uh, you know. So let me slide back. the dice. Yeah, well, let me slide back. And you're both in on this. So here's what my concern is, Randy. So let's say the wife or the the girlfriend Mm -hmm. buys the house and and she's only on the mortgage because hers is the credit that's good. Yes. Right? The boyfriend's not on the mortgage. They get married and then the marriage dissolves down the road. Now she is stuck with the mortgage. Mortgage. And he can quick claim it to her if he decides, but That's nonetheless, right. uh, he doesn't have to make a payment. She sat yeah. now; she's saddled with that. So, well, but got, it, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say she's got the liability, uh, but only half the hundred percent of the liability. But but, but then only, again, yeah. what's the uh, what kind of equities involved in there that can also offset it? And yeah. the thing about divorce court is judges look at that kind of thing. Okay. I, all I'm saying is I'm, I'm looking out for her because yeah. she would be on the mortgage and that would be a, a concern. Yeah. So, and, and, so on and, a divorce decree, then you could it would just take them off the title, right? It could take the well, them off could. the title. Judge could. It, it, Judge it depends could. on on what the estate looks like. It, it, it's our courts are courts of equity. Uh, the judge does what's fair, presumably. Right. Uh, and with divorce laws, uh, and keeping in mind this is not my area, uh, yeah, if somebody right. wants a divorce, they call me up, uh, I'll you immediately refer them off to uh, a couple I always, of people. But, I always use this rule. Yeah. I think, what would Judge Wappler do? Ah, Judge Wappner. <laughs> Wappner. Uh, there you go. Yeah. My mom is a Judge Judy fan. Oh, Judge Judy. Okay. She'll, yeah, she, yeah, she'll yeah, literally call head. me up, throw me the scenario. I'll tell her what it is, and she'll yeah. say, well, Judge Judy says you're wrong. Oh, jeez. Uh, like, oh, oh, no, that's tough. Judge but anyhow, Judy's made for TV. The, the, the whole idea with the, with the divorce is the judge can look at the estate, and he can divide things up, but that's not a guarantee. I understand where yeah, you're going with it. Yeah. Uh, the problems that I have are... If they both go on the contract, but only one of them's on the loan, and you've got a mortgage company that says, "Hey, only one of them can go yeah. on the deed," yep. I mean, those are these are discussions that uh, generally happen between realtors and loan officers, and I don't think that's the right place for that discussion. No, it needs to be between a husband or a potential and, husband and an attorney and yeah. an attorney. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Greg. By the chance, I'm just curious. Do you know who Judge Wapner is? I, I said no. It went straight over my head. You, you don't, don't know Judge Wapner? Who? This this huh? this just tells you how. It's the, the millennial gap. generation. Oh, you we have just failed as a father. I don't know. I thought you think <laughs> that's what we. If I, if I actually decide that my parenting abilities no. were based on whether my son knows about Judge Wapner, it seems like I'm still not going to find out okay. about who this he Judge Wapner. He was a TV judge. He was a TV judge. <laughs> the first, have you ever heard he was of the first one? Court? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he, was, okay. he was the original. Okay. He was the original. I don't know if he's still with us, but okay. <laughs> Back in my I, retail I think he days, that's what, that was on TV. Time all the time. to, time to yep. move on. We're running out of time. Okay. Hey, listen. If you are thinking about selling your home in 2019 and you are thinking you want to get the top dollar and you want to sell it fast, send me an email with the word marketing in the subject line to bob at com. Remember the word would be marketing in the subject line, bob at com, and we'll send you a 150-step-plus more tips to get your home rolling fast on the market. Wow, and make it go quickly in the year of 2019, which is just around the corner. Let's go back to the phone. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840, WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is 
is Jordan. Yeah. I just bought an older condo in Louisville last week. Yeah. Friday, a neighbor asked if I had heard about the roof assessment coming next week. The seller says he had not lived in the condo for months and knew nothing about an assessment. He says if he knew about it, he would have asked for more money for the condo. Now what? Mm-hmm. Legally? So that's an interesting scenario. I know what I would say. But. Yeah, um, which is one of the reasons why that's a question we ask the HOAs when we do a closing. If there's an assessment coming. Exactly. Yeah. Because most people go, well, hey, you know, what are the dues? And, and it used to be fairly... Uh, regular uh, anyhow that people w- didn't used to uh, try and uh, get into that uh, until a few years back but uh, yeah we will call the uh, um, the HOAs we'll ask them uh, you know what are the dues are they paid are there any delinquencies are there any upcoming assessments are there any fees due when there's a transfer that kind of thing because all the HOAs are different but but let's let's talk yeah. about this particular problem for Jordan so if the person is living there, mm-hmm. the, the right. seller, and they get a letter that says... Well, in this hey, case, the seller was not there. Not true. living there. Yes. Right. I'm, yeah. I'm, okay, I'm, you well, got yeah, But, I'm but we, yeah. we can cut through all that nonsense. Okay. Uh, if they knew or should have known. Or should have yeah. known. Okay. Okay. That, that's going to be the legal standard. If they knew or should have known. Is that a Judge Wapner no, decision? No. That's, that's, that's a Kentucky don't ever show up in okay. court. <laughs> and say, <laughs> well, I didn't know. So that's interesting. If they should... Have should have known. known. There will have been uh, correspondence from the uh, HOA to that person. It, but if they weren't at the condo to accept it's that the con- address that they gave this the is HOA, should yeah. have, okay. they should have so, known. So this is perfect. Perfect. as much as you want. You, so this is straight this, to it. Yeah. So, folks, I'm telling you, this is such good, important and, information. And this would be, would yeah. this be ground so you find out at the closing table and now my buyer wants to back out? Perfectly um, normal, yeah. Could. It, it, that's legally, if, yeah. Uh, that that's a nightmare scenario. Yeah. We we look for that prior to so that we avoid that Correct. situation. But it, I, I've had it happen sure. where somebody will say, "Oh, by the way, I got this letter yesterday," and it's like, "Okay, well, now that changes things." But if you think yeah. about it, uh, when is the assessment due? What does it cover? Is it uh, in the line of a repair for a roof? Should if that's the case, then yeah. in my opinion, it should be a, a seller's fee. So let me yeah. let me just bring that forward again. So. Um, if uh, so, what I'm saying to all mm-hmm. condo owners and even a, a homeowner, if you know of something that's coming and you you think I'll get away without having to reveal yeah. it by just saying I don't didn't know about it, not the right strategy no. based on what Chuck is no. saying. Now here, let's just again quickly go to back to what's happening for Jordan. She's already bought it. She's already moved in. Now there's this assessment letter that's just coming. So does she now go back to? Because based on what you've told us, mm-hmm. no, she's going to have to pay it. So, well, but the seller yeah. could she go back and take go to small claims court or Judge Wapner type person? Kentucky uh, uh, ethics laws uh, don't allow me to give a specific answer on a specific case. Okay. Uh, however, yes. in general, uh, if uh, a person uh, doesn't tell you about a bill that's coming due that they know about and they knew or should have known about it, yeah. uh, I would be speaking to an attorney got about it. that. That makes sense. Absolutely. Okay, got it. Let's move on. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show News Radio eight forty WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Kim. My question of the day is, yeah. if my husband and I are getting a divorce, how would we go about doing it? Should we split the property or should I allow him to keep the property? What exactly are the processes that need to be completed um, or thought about? 
Interestingly, a couple of these divorce questions Today's on divorce this show. Day. Yeah, uh, I mean, we, it's, yeah. It's and it's Christmas. holiday, and we yeah, got Christmas. I know. Yeah, the yeah. the idea is, um, at least from what I've read and experienced and mm-hmm. and uh, seen, uh, is that uh, there's like stages, you know, like stages of grief. You know, when you're getting divorced, you go through different stages. Yeah. And among those are the oh well, I just want this to be over, so I'm going to give you everything and then walk away. Uh, that'll disappear after a couple of months, yeah. uh, and and the first uh, non amicable court hearing. Uh, always make those decisions uh, in conjunction with an attorney. It's fine if uh, if two people are getting along and it's amicable and everything's great and you right. can decide how to divide things up. If, if. But the the idea or the the uh, determination of whether you uh, are splitting it fairly is dependent or predicated on you understanding what is fair. And what is legal? You can't go into this and go, well, you know, uh, we're like California, so you just take half and I'll take half. Well, that may not be fair and it may not be the legal way. So just get all the information first. And then if you, in conjunction with having spoken to an attorney about this, decide you want to split it in that direction, great. The problem comes into play that is that if both of these folks are seeing uh, divorce attorneys Mm -hmm. and they let the divorce attorneys battle it out, it's... That helps, but at the same time, the money that's being racked up by the divorce attorney. I understand that. Cost, I, I yeah. understand that, and, yeah. and that is a fine line. That's why if you go to a divorce attorney who will stir the pot, as we call it, and mm-hmm. take you to the cleaner, uh, that's one thing. But if you want an attorney who won't do that, yeah. uh, give me a call and I can give you names. You give us some <laughs> reference. So that's, that yeah. actually is an interesting idea. So uh, yeah, we'll give you Chuck's number. And here, here's another interesting yeah. thing about that is that when you – are in a situation where they say, okay, you need to refinance in six months. Well, sometimes the person who's buying the other person out, they they can't, and they're both on the mortgage, and then they miss a payment. Oh, It happens I I can't even count the number of times uh, I've run into situations where, oh, well, you know, she got the car, and he kept the loan, and she was supposed to pay it off, but didn't. Now it's hit his credit. And, and 30 days late, oh, 60 days late. Yeah. Uh, and if that happens, happens then the there should and be a situation where you, you, yeah, you yeah. sell the house. Okay. I think we've, we've covered this. I We wish Kim the very best on this. And yeah. hopefully knowledge uh, is always power. power. You got it. You're right. You're right on target. All right. When we come back, something that is extremely important that happened to a potential client of mine, um, and it all involves insurance, your home or your rental apartment. Folks, this is this is stuff you need to stick around and listen to. In the studio right now, my buddy Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, 645-0736. Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices, 499-6360. My son Greg, you can reach him at Instagram, at We, we Sell, sell Louisville. Louisville. You can always reach me at 376-5483. And if you'd like to read more about our reviews, you go to Zillow. It's uh, easy to do that. We have a link that goes right to it, Louisville Zillow. Dot com. We'll take a break back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. Need a home loan or refinancing? 
you need to talk to Randy Rocky at Swan Financial. Why have they become so popular? Because of our programs, our service, and our competitive rates. And now listen to this new program from Swan Financial. Yes, we have a 1% down program that also you will get 2% grant money from the investor. Call Randy Rocky today at 866-766-1920. Swan Financial, NMLS 2473 and 26362. Equal housing opportunity. Call for additional cost information. Other restrictions may apply. Pitt and Frank has long served your real estate closing needs throughout the Louisville and Southern Indiana area, including our newest location in Oldham County across from the Southeast Christian Church in Crestwood. But did you know that Pitt and Frank can assist you with your estate planning and long-term care needs? Don't leave your loved ones the burden of being unprepared. There are solutions available to protect assets and income as well as plan for your long-term care. Call us today at Pitt and Frank. 502-895-9900. That's 502-895-9900. Shopping for a home? The place to start is REMAX Properties East. Experienced, caring, top-producing agents who service all of Louisville and surrounding areas. On your computer or on your smartphone, head to homesinlouisville.com and sign into one of the most advanced home search sites in the country. That's homesinlouisville.com. Residential or commercial real estate, let the award-winning agents at REMAX Properties East help. Take the first step in your house hunting journey. Visit homesinlouisville.com or call 425-6000 today. Whether investing in the best entrepreneurs on Shark Tank or hiring the best real estate agents at the Corcoran Group, doing my homework on them ahead of time was critical. So which agent do I recommend in your area? In Louisville, I would call Bob Sokoler. Bob outsells every agent in Louisville year after year and attracts thousands of buyers every month. That's why he can guarantee to sell your home at a price and a deadline you agreed to or Bob will buy it. Go to WeSellLouisville.com and get top dollar for your home. News Radio 840 WHAS, uh, the Louisville Real Estate Show. Hope you're getting ready for a great uh, Christmas holiday uh, as you prepare. Hopefully the presents are already under the tree. I know we looked on the radar um, and uh, Santa Claus was busy getting ready to get the sleigh in the air, just in case you wanted to know. In the studios here with us, uh, Chuck Crosby, uh, the Crosby Law Offices at 499-6360. He is uh, in for Kevin Disler at Pitt & Frank Attorneys. And hopefully by now, Kevin's uh, daughter has had Kevin's grandbaby. She was a little late in delivery, so that's why he'll be beaming he when he here. comes back. He I'm will sure. certainly be beaming, so congratulate him when you see him. Also here in the studio, Randy Rocky Swan Financial, 645736. Son Greg, you can reach him on Instagram at uh, at we we sell sell and, and uh, all the grandbabies would like to thank you for your connections with Hanukkah Harry as well. I know Christmas is coming, but for the Jewish folks, Hanukkah yeah. Harry comes and he gives presents as well. And Bob knows him very well, so our family's got that's him. Hanukkah Bob. Hanukkah thank Bob, yeah. no kidding. Our no. house is visited by the Krampus. The Krampus. The Krampus with the beard. Ooh. You don't know about the Krampus? No. Oh, you I have to Google the Krampus. Krampus. Yeah. Is that anything like uh, Festivus? No. For the rest of us? No. Krampus <laughs> no. is one of the original. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. uh, Let's talk about that all fair one. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's an origin story. I still think it's Festivus for the rest of us. Okay, for those of you who are signed to Uh <laughs> If you'd like to see what sellers are saying about us, head to LouisvilleSellersTalk.com. If you want to see what buyers say about us, LouisvilleBuyersTalk.com. And we 
talked just a little bit about this. There is a very serious problem that uh, I discovered, uh, and I think here in the studio, Randy, Chuck, Greg, when was the last time you contacted your insurance agent to discuss whether or not you need to increase the premium based on what it would cost to rebuild your house if it burned down? I have not. I have not. Greg? No? It's Chuck? Been a while. Been a while? Four years. Four years. Okay. Yeah. So, look, look. Is that when we, you bought the house? No, I, no, didn't okay. re- I did another yeah. Okay. 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 We, uh, the reason I bring this up is we all watched in horror the fires in California, hundreds of homes destroyed by those fires. It was just terrible to see a month or so ago, a little more than a month. Hearts and prayers with the families who lost loved ones and who lost homes. The fires raised a concern here in Louisville and in southern Indiana and the rest of the country. When was the last time you, who are listening to us now, reviewed and updated your home insurance? And the reason I bring this up is that several weeks ago, I spent time with Joe, who is thinking about selling his home. We're sitting in your fairly new house. Your original house burnt to the ground. Yeah. In uh, 2010, we were, uh, it was November 1st that night. We, uh, my dog woke me up in the middle of the night, acting like she needed to go to the bathroom. Let her out, smelled a little smoke. Next thing you know, the entire house is gone. I got my girls and my, my dogs out of the house, and uh, that was it. Escape with that. The concern for anyone listening now is the rebuilding process and working with the insurance company. What did they ask from you that you had, and what should any homeowner, even a renter, be doing to prepare? Hopefully that never happens, but in the event that something like this does what should they have available for the insurance company? Well, the insurance company is going to ask you for you know a list of your items that you have. And not necessarily proof, but if it's a, an odd item or something like that, they'll want to see a receipt or, or something. You have bank statements. You have all kinds of checking account stuff that you can pull records from. Uh, the thing is, is that most people don't realize is that your house is a certain value. They insure it to a certain point, and if you don't upgrade it with your PBA and everything else, it, they don't upgrade your insurance. The insurance is this number. So, so say your house is in, is insured for five hundred thousand dollars. They think they'll automatically think that eighty percent of the value of your home is the value of the contents, and that includes everything. So, if you have a baseball card collection say 300,000 baseball cards, just yeah. so to speak. Yeah. Uh, that becomes a value of $1,200. That's it. $1,200. The, we've talked in the past for, on the air about having pictures or videos of your home to show the insurance company the value of the things that you, in fact, owned. Did you have those? I had some. I had some in my, um, my lockbox at the bank. And But at a certain point when I was writing down all the things I had, I exceeded the value of the insurance. So at a certain point, I didn't even get to my garage, much less my back rooms and stuff of things that I owned, just things that I could list on paper. And they said, you can stop right there. We're writing you a check. And this is all we can give you because this is all you're insured for. This is really important. And that is why we're bringing this up. I will tell you, you need to call your home insurance representative, maybe not tomorrow and maybe not uh, Christmas day, but sometime maybe this coming week, the later part of the week, and have them evaluate your policy. You can buy riders for special items like jewelry, baseball card collections, as Joe mentioned. TVs, office equipment, all that kind of good stuff. Yeah. If you need a new value of your home, for example, you can contact me or your real estate agent and ask them to do 
what's called a competitive market analysis. If that's what your insurance company wants, to give you an idea what the value is, you can email me, bob at com, and we'll try to get them out to you on a regular basis so at least you have a feel for what is, um, what's happening and what's going on. We are just about out of time. And, and I know the show goes very quickly, especially when um, we are into a pattern of lots of talk. When we rejoin you next uh, Sunday, obviously, it's going to be not only uh, after Christmas, but we'll be just days away from New Year's. We're going to talk about something that I think is also rather important, 11 things that are illegal to throw in the trash. Ooh. Yeah, so think about that. We'll talk about that uh, next week. Our thanks to Randy Rocking Swan Financial at uh, 6450736. Good to see you, sir. Thank you, Bob. Also in for Kevin Disler, Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices, 4996360. Thanks for sitting in on this hey, Bob. Sunday morning. Happy yes. to be today's stunt mustache. Should Chuck be. Crumpus. We got callers calling in. We'll have to hold her until uh, we meet next week. Also, uh, we want to thank Kevin Disler. Hopefully he's had the band, his grandbaby. And, or not Congratulations he, are in order, hopefully. Had. You can reach Kevin and the Pitt and Frank crew over at 895-9900. My son, Greg, yeah. who you can reach through, well, he uses Instagram. So, or so Greg at WeSellLouisville.com. I'm reachable anyway. Anytime. And you can reach me anytime, buy or sell. We now have close to, I think, 25 agents now. 376-5483. Merry Christmas. See you next Sunday on News Radio 840 WHAS.